Good morning. Today's learning of the Dafyemi here at the Hollywood Shtibel is Le'el Nishmas, Gitopero, Basbetzal, and Shamash Devan Aliyah from the learning that we do. Today is the 15th of January, Yud Ches Teves. Daf Yud Beis Amid Aleph. And I just want to go back to Yud Aleph Amid Beis, uh, three lines from the bottom to get the right uh, context for the daf. So on the bottom of Yud Alf on Beis, three lines in the bottom. This that you said, that the Birchas Kriya Shema are not dependent on interdependent. And if you only said one, you still say one. It's not all or nothing. Where do we know that from? So it only makes sense, that, that statement only makes sense if the one bracha that we had been previously mentioning that they said in the Beis HaMikdash was the bracha of Yotzar, who forms light. Because from a, all, all, it all makes sense if you say that they said Yotzar are and didn't say Avarabba. Why, well, so the Gemara is going to explain why that's true in a moment. Perhaps, but if you tell me that the one bracha that they made was you don't have a proof from there that they're not interdependent. They are interdependent. If you don't say both of them that day, don't say either one. And this that in the base of Mikdash didn't say Yotzar, the Kohanim didn't say it before the Karbanas, because it was too early. But once it was already light, when it makes sense, right? You can't make a bracha on the formation of light when you don't say any light yet. Then they would say it then. So if you tell me that the bracha that the Kohanim skipped, omitted, was Yotzar, then you have no proof that they didn't say it. You just have proof that they didn't say it at that time, but perhaps it was said later in the day with, uh, with the repetition of Shema. You're right. From this cloud, what was the inference that we made earlier? What was the diuk? The only thing you can learn out from this statement of Reb Zrika was that they would say it later on. My brachas ain't ma'akvazuazu. So what does that statement mean? Ain't ma'akvazuazu. Ain't ma'akiv. Ma'akiv means that you. It's it's uh, it, it, it makes a difference in the validity of the whole act. So if you tell me that you didn't say yotzar, how then are you saying brachas shema? Say their brachas. The order of the blessings, the order of the brachas are not ma'akiv. Do not matter. But of course, you, from this statement of Reb Zrika, you have no proof. That you don't, that it's not all or nothing. Okay, so going back to the order, the Gemara now goes back to the things that the Kohanim would say every morning in the base of Mikdash in the service. The Kairin they would read the Ten Commandments, Shema, Vahayam Shema, the second the, the part, the Yoimer, and even the entire Krishma, Emes, the Yatsev, right? In some old Sadurim, you'll still see. That it says on the bottom, Ani Hashem Lekechem, but and I think uh, the Sfardi Sudurim as well. Emes is really the word Emes is not part of the Shema; it's really part of the Bracha of the Yatsev. Um, 
So emes v'yatsev v'avoda uberchus kahanim and the avoda and the berchus kahanim were all part of the daily service in the Beis Hamikdash. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Mashmuel af begvulin even outside the temple, outside the Beis Hamikdash, outside Yerushalayim, bikshu liquors came. We wanted to emulate the actual service in the Beis Hamikdash by instituting the Aseris Hadibris, right? It makes sense. Ten Commandments are pretty fundamental. However, the practice of saying them in the morning was already abolished because of the... Tarumas, it means really complaints. But it's, I think it means here that because of this, the, 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 I guess you call it a complaint... Because of we don't want to give it, uh, validity to the arguments of the minim of the apikarsim. Rashi on the right hand margin, a few lines up from the Gemara, says if they they would tell people who are not very knowledgeable. They would be able the minim those who rejected the many parts of the Torah, the written part, the oral part. So what would they do? They would tell. The uninformed masses that ain't Shah Torah Emes, the rest of the Torah is not really part of the truth that was given at Sinai. And we'll bring you a proof. And we'll say, I'll give you a proof that the rest of the Torah is not as valid as the Ten Commandments because we don't say them every morning like we say the Ten Commandments. So by giving special treatment to the Aserus Adibris every morning, you would be uh, giving fuel for their argument that there's uh, more truth to the Saras Adibras than the rest of the Torah. <coughs> so they abolished the practice, except in the Beis HaMikdash. Tanya Nami Hachi, it's ironic, right? Because in the Beis HaMikdash, maybe not at this era, but in the second Beis HaMikdash, there were Tzaduki, Kohen Gadol's, like that's the place where we were, they had the most impact was in the temple service. And uh, yet there, we don't say, it doesn't say, the Gemara doesn't say that they abolished saying that Saras Adibras in the Beis HaMikdash. And that's where it actually, you know, uh, we had calling, uh, the, the position of the Kohen Gadol was taken over by Tzedukim at different eras. Tanya Nami Hachi. Reb Bigvul and Bikshu Likrus Kain. We also learned in the Brisa the same recording of, in Reb time, that Bikshu Likrus Kain, they wanted to say the Ten Commandments during the morning davening. Rabbah. The Rabbah said, you know, we should have this in Surah. So this is another example that the Gemara is giving where they wanted to institute the Aserus Adibras. Can't do it because they already abolished the practice. Ameymar Sabar, Ameymar said, wanted, Lemekvinu bin in Ardah. Now, I have a question. First, we, the Gemara led off with Brysis, right? With, uh, from the Mishnah era, from Tanoim, saying how they did not, uh, we're not going to institute Aseris Adibros in shuls all around the world. Rav Chizda and Rav Sheshis, Rav Ashi, these are all Amoran. These came, they came much later in the times of the Gemara. And they, it seems like, uh, and Rabba, Rabba also, they were all much later. And uh, it seems like they wanted to, uh, to institute it 
even though we already knew from the Brysis that it was not going to be done. Why did they think it should be different? They, again, you have a Brysa, you have a Mishnah that tells you, do not say the Ten Commandments in the morning <coughs> service. And that was the established halacha. And then later on, Amaram, who came much later in the time of the Gemara, seems like again they wanted to reopen the issue. Why did they think that that uh, the answer would be any different? That's my question. The only answer I could give is that the Gemara mentions Surah and Nahadah, and perhaps they were Rosh Hashivas. They were Rosh Hashivas there. They had big Yeshivas there, so maybe they they uh, believed that in our town the meaning. We, we, we've had such an effect, Jewish education in this town is so strong that we don't have the same worries that the Tanoim were worried about earlier, that there would be a mass of uneducated Jews who would fall for the garbage of the meeting. That's my only pshat, that uh, we specifically mentioned Narda and uh, the places where they were a robber, Shashiva, to try and uh, that it would be different. But otherwise, I don't have an answer. Um, yeah, but you hear the question. What, 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 what would have been better by, uh, in their times? Says the Gemara, So we, this is a quote from a b'risa that we had on Yeral Afamid Beis, right? And we said that Shabbos, what's significant in the Beis Mikdash on Shabbos, was the changing of the guard, so to speak. The changing of the Kohanim, right? The old shift would leave. And the new shift would come. So, They would add in a bracha for the mishmar that was, that was leaving. My bracha achas, what was it? The outgoing set of Kohanim would say to the incoming, the one who dwells, who rests his name in this house, he shall dwell amongst you, uh, instill amongst you love, brother, uh, brotherhood, peace, and friendship. So it was like a beautiful bracha that, right? It was a beautiful bracha that they gave to them. Um, it's still interesting, like, uh, you know, okay, it, it's the concept. What, 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 was the, what, what was the history? What's the story? What's the shot that they were masakin it, right? Well, who was masakin? Who, who instituted it? And was there a specific cause? Or it's a, it's a good marshal for life. If somebody's leaving a job and they give you bracha, what you need to be successful in that job, it's a, that's not a bad thing. The kahanim, they, you know, maybe they practice two weeks a year, right? Each family had a short time, two weeks a year, one week a year. They, they didn't have a, even if you were a kohen, you weren't constantly doing a vayda. There were many kohanim. So maybe they don't remember how uh, the, stressful the job could be at some times. So they got a bracha from the outgoing shift. Just a thought. Okay, now going back to the Mishnah on Yud Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. We gave, at the end of the Mishnah, we switched from specifically talking about the Birchus Shema to talking about all brachas. And this, um, Yud Aleph, Ahmed Aleph, the second line from the bottom, the, Gemara, the Mishnah says, 
You cannot switch around the format of a bracha, of any bracha. If the bracha was instituted with an ending part to it, like we say in Alamechia and other brachas, the way there's a Baruch Atah Hashem in the beginning and a Baruch Atah Hashem at the end, so then you can't change it. And vice versa as well. Says the Gemara Pshita. What is the what? What law are we learning out of here? This is uh, it's obvious. This is how they Chazawa Kaveh the Bracha. Says the Gemara. This is going to be obvious. There's going to be obvious cases, and there's going to be not so obvious cases. the the one who's holding a glass of chamra of wine and ukasava de shikrahu and he thinks it's shekhar, he thinks it's beer. So he's he's in his mind he thinks he's making a shahakal, correct? Because he's holding a beer. But in reality it's agaf and it's wine. and he starts Baruch Atashem. In the beginning of the bracha, he has in mind that he's making a blessing on beer. But he remembers midway that this is wine, not beer. And he switches it to Bere Priyagaf and Yatza. He fulfills his obligation. He does not need to make a new bracha. Right? So that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big chiddush. So Rashi says, at what point are we talking about that you remembered? Lamelacha Olam. Rashi says the words, so he said, Baruch Atah Hashem. Elokeinu melech olam. You already said Hashem's name, and that's when you remember that it's wine. You say it's very priyagafen. So that case happens to be in that particular scenario. There's no chiddush there, right? The Gemara is saying pshita on that case. There's no chiddush there. Why is there no chiddush there? Because shahakol has magical powers. The bracha of shahakol ne'evidvari. Yeah, oh. because there's magical powers to Shahakal. Shahakal works for everything. Because if you say, no matter what you're eating, drinking, Shahakal works. Right? Just, just the wording. Everything is created by Shem's word. That's a pretty generic bracha. Uh, what about vice versa? The other way around, where somebody was holding a cup of beer, which deserves a shahakal. And he thought it was wine. And he starts saying, uh, with his thinking that he's going to make uh, a gophet. And then he remembers that it's beer. My, that's the where that's the question we have. Do we say what you had in mind during Baruch Atah Hashem during the name of Hashem, which is the the Iker part of the bracha, is what counts? Or as long as you had the right uh, bracha at the end. You fulfilled the obligation of not being called a ganif and being able to consume pleasures in this world without uh, being considered stealing. Tashima says the Gemara will bring a proof. Shachris pasach biyotzer arvasayim b'mariv aravim. 
If somebody mixed up during the morning Shema and they switched it to Mariv uh, Aravim, they planned on saying the bracha of creating light of Yotzerah, but they switched it. Um, but in the beginning, they had the right, right? So when they said Baruch Hashem, they had in mind Yotzerah. And then they switched it to Mariv Aravim, and we're talking about Shachros in the morning. So they have a problem here, right? They, they, they're busy talking about Hashem who creates the darkness when they're trying to wake up in the morning. La it doesn't work. They have to redo the bracha of Kriyashima. Pasach b'mariv aravim, v'sayim b'yotzerar. But if they had in mind to say mariv aravim, but instead concluded yotzerar correctly, yotzer, they fulfill their obligation. So from there you see a proof, right? That what? You see a proof that uh, the conclusion of the bracha is what counts, because it was talking about chakras, and you got the conclusion right. Uh, says the bri- the Brisa continues. It's what you say, not what your intent was. Right. The question is, uh, uh, what, right, not your, what your original intent. Arvis, if it's the evening time, you did good, but then you concluded with the bracha of the Shema of the morning, if you concluded with the evening Shema, which was, and it was in the evening, what's the general rule? Everything goes after, follows the, the end, right? Everything follows what you said at the end. So from there we bring a proof that if I was holding a glass of, a glass of wine, a glass of beer, and I started off thinking I'm making a hagafen, which would not include the beer. And then at the end, I finished off which is the appropriate bracha on beer. So you, from here, we have a proof that you would be yaitza, that you would fulfill your obligation. Says the Gemara, not so fast. Shani That's a different scenario. Because if you look in Birchaz Kriyashma, you repeat Baruch Ata Hashem, you repeat the name of Hashem at the conclusion of the bracha of Yotzah Meiris. Whereas Shahakal, right? And that's why we have a Siddur right here to prove it. For those who are skeptical. You start off saying, Yotzah Arav Orechoshe Baruch Ata Hashem, Elekein Melech Olam, Yotzah Arav Orechoshe, Hashem Arzakal. And then the last part, you say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Yotzer HaMoiris, right before Abba Rabba, or Abba Zolom. So you say Yotzer HaMoiris. So therefore, you, uh, you can't compare this to a regular bracha of Shahakal or Baripriyagafen, where there is no chasum, there's no end part to the blessing. So the proof has been refuted. According to Rav, Without Baruch Hashem, you're not making a real blessing. So, of course, you don't have a proof from here that, because you have a good distinction between Shahakal and Yotzer. How then does the Baruch of Shahakal work whatsoever if it doesn't have a conclusion to it? 
So the Gemara chooses to make another distinction over here between the, the of course, the Shahakal doesn't require a, a concluding bracha. Right? Um, must be that the Shema is a different rule than other brachas. What's the, why should it be a different rule? Because of the Gemara on Dafir Aleph Amid Beis that we mentioned on the top, that there's a special Indian to mention Midas Yoim Belayla and Midas Laila Beyoim, right? Shema, we have an extra, uh, we have an extra Baruch Atah Hashem in order to include the elements of the day and the night and, and, and vice versa as well. So don't compare that Bracha to Shahakal. Tashima. Misefa, let's go back to that bright. So we brought a few lines earlier. Whenever you have a Mishnah of Raisa, which says that we have a rule after you just gave a bunch of examples, you got to know what that rule is coming to include that would not be learnt out from those examples. Is it not coming to teach you a case of Shikra Vachamra? That uh, to teach you this exact case of Shikra the Chamra, that if somebody said the bracha, if somebody said the bracha with the wrong intention, the uh, should the chasum should work. Light says so the Gemara. There's actually another example which you can apply the rule of this Mishnah to. Nama. What's Nama? Nama is bread, betamri, and dates. How do you know to? Tamar's dates, right? You always get people get mixed up between figs and dates. Between uh, Tamar's, the answer is Tamar is a girl's name. Tamar is the one you go on the date with. So Tamri, that's how you remember that uh, Tamri is dates. So if you look in Rashi on the right hand side, uh, a, a couple of lines down from uh, from uh, from the where we are. Rashi says, "Lav lasuya had amen go and shichr v'chamra." Isn't that the case? I was talking about no. Says the Gemara, "Nam the the nam of the tami." Says the Gemara, "Hechi the dami." Ilay medaachal nama. What's the exact case? What did the guy do to make us have this question that the Bryce is coming to answer up? You ate bread ukasavet the tamri, and you thought you were going to make a bracha on dates. Acha upasach adaited the tamri. So therefore you went, sorry, you went, you had in mind to make a bracha on Tamri. But in the end, you said, That is the same shayla that we've been asking till now. Do you go after the chasum? He started to, to make the bracha on bread, but in the end he made a eitz. Why? So the Gemara gives a very interesting answer. The Gemara says that case is specifically different. Why? Because bread and dates have a similarity. What's the similarity between bread and dates? Is that dates, says the Gemara, nami mezen zaini, are also considered a satisfying food, a filling food. To be honest, I don't understand that answer. It's what? not a bread. It's not a grain, 
right? A lot of fiber in dates, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, that's an amazing Zion you need is a fiber. Like, that's a, that's a, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's, maybe you'll say because you, people would, would eat it, they had, they had it in abundance. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, I, maybe it's a nutritional information I'm missing. What the objective of the Gemara is trying to say that the bracha is, is, is similar, the item is similar enough that even if you mix the bracha up in the beginning, you can't bring a rye from there to other brachas which whether the conclusion is enough to fulfill your obligation because bread and dates nam, dates nami mazen zaini it says here rashi is printed with riff explains that the gemara here does not actually refer to bread but rather to cake which requires the blessing of all rashi Amir, Amir, that's beautiful i hear <coughs> it's talking about the bracha chroina so even even so <laughs> but the, even so so, Alamichi is a benching, bracha, a short bracha. Right, but the, they're similar. The benching doesn't, I mean, when we thought it was bread, let's say, benching doesn't say lechem. So that's why you could. Yeah. The so what? Benching does not specifically say bread. It says something. Right, I get it, but that's my kasha that. Tomorrow, how does tomorrow physically fit that description? If you tell me cake, I hear. I, I, we, I didn't understand that we're talking about cake. Now, I'm a, I mean... Alamithia and Alaytel Graves is similar. Yeah, that's fine. But you, you're telling me now the Gemara the whole time was talking about cake. Not bread. Now, I mean, Nama, not, doesn't Nama usually mean pas? Yes. Nama usually mean pas. So I hear it's a Chiddush from Rashi on the Rif. says that we're not talking about... It answers the question... Because right? if he was talking about right. past, then it wouldn't make sense. Uh, so the, I see Tyson says, no, I don't know. He goes, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's, uh, I, I, I could live with that answer. It's a great answer, obviously. Rosh and the Riff says that we're talking about, the, we're contrasting cake to dates. So that I understand. You're talking about Alamechia, not Berch uh, Samoza in full. Uh, there's no, Rosh used to say Rashi Bayas says lechem, so that. Uh, but even in the Masaskana, even in the Teretz, he doesn't say anything on the Teretz. Uh, he does. He says Eino Eilu Lebechus Alechem. Yeah, Rashi's uh, Rashi here. It's a contradiction to, to what Rashi Bayas says. Rashi uh, Josh, very good point. Rashi Bayas clearly says that it's talking about uh, lechem and the Rashi de Bermaskel Hainu Bain. She's our Shiloh. So, uh, okay, that's my, uh, it, it seems I could say it's a, it's a hard, hard terrorist to understand unless you learn like Rashi on the riff. There is a comment here from the Mishnah Burr that says that Birchus Samazon would apply, How did the Mishnah would apply, would apply, apply to dates. Specifically, it says they would apply to dates. That Birchus Samazon, the Samazon is appropriate to dates, and therefore, if after eating dates, one says Birchus Samazon, because there's a discharge That's, a, that's what I understood the Gemara, but how, how does that... How, how does that make sense? I know, I, and I could understand... Are you saying... Right, if you made a full Birchus HaMazan on dates, you're, you're Yaitzah. Okay, that I understand, although... I understand more like a Shahako, like a Bracha Kolalas. Because 
uh, some uh, brach, just like a shahaka will work as a bracha rishon on anything. So I can understand bech samazim will work for uh, anything. You're thanking God. My question is, how is the Gemara saying that? The Gemara says that tamri nami mezin zaini that the physical matzias, the reason why it works to do that is because dates are considered uh, uh, as, uh, the same nourishment as bread. That's my. That was my original question. How? What am I not understanding about how they used to view dates? Could you make date date flour? I don't know, like what what is it that I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but those are flour. Those, those are we still have fig newtons, right? It's a hush of fruit. It's a very good it's a hush of fruit. How's it how do you feel? If you how do you feel satisfied from it? All right. So Rabba Barchinna said as follows, in the name of Rav. Getting back to Shema. If you just stop after saying the Shema without saying the blessings after the Shema, you have not fulfilled your obligations. Praise Hashem in the morning, Hashem's kindness in the morning, and have faith in the evenings. He does not yield the balance of his time, but rather he keeps, go- he keeps going and sharing another halacha with us. That he heard from Rav. The way to daven is when you bow down at the time to bow down with Baruch in the beginning of Shemona Esrei. Is, is, is to bow by Baruch and to stand up erect, to unbow was when you get to Hashem's name. Now, uh, we're saying over here that it's, bef- uh, if you look in Rashi, Keshu Kaireya, in the last line of, the, of Rashi on the right hand margin, Ba'avos Ubaida, now Shmanasai, right? We do it by the beginning of Avos, the first bracha, and by Moidim and uh, and, and when we thank Hashem, you bow by Baruch. So that means at the time that you're saying Hashem's name, which I, I thought that you're ready. I mean, does that mean at the time during while you're saying Hashem's name or immediately before you already start picking up? Okay. Amar Shmuel, my time at the Rav. Where does Rav get this from? The Ksiv Hashem Zaykiv Kifufim. Hashem is the one who uprights the bent, the bent, the ones who are bent over. Hashem makes upright. Mesveit Mepneishemi Niches Nichas Hu. It says in Malachi Mepneishemi because my name Nichas Hu. Nichas is Hachna bowing. Miksev Bishmi Mepneishemi Ksiv. It doesn't say with my name. It says because of my name. Or before my name, right? Bar Urian is a Talmud Chacham. Teach us something special. That you heard over from your father. And this is what he told him over that if you want to hear something special from the previous generations, from Talmud Chacham. When you daven Shemana Esrei, you bow by Baruch and you rise by 
by Hashem, by the name of Hashem. Rav Sheshes, Kikara Kara Kechizra. When he would bow, he would fold like it was no effort at all. At one shot, he would kikazakif, and when he would make himself upright again, zakif kechiva, he would slowly make himself upright with no rush at all. The whole year, the third brach on Shemayin Asrei, we conclude Akel HaKadosh, the Holy God. And in the bracha of Din, we conclude the King who loves kind, uh, charity and justice. Except for that, the 10 days after Rosh Hashanah, that we, we change the words in the Amidah and the Shemon to HaMelech HaKadosh, the Holy King. Why do we do that? What does that mean? So Rashi, if you look on the last wide line, Rashi on the left-hand margin, HaMelech HaKadosh, those are the days where Hashem shows His kingship as He judges the world. So we change the description, the blessing on the Kedusha, on the holiness of Hashem, to the Holy King. The HaMelech HaMishpat, and the same thing in justice. Now this sounds very uh, unfamiliar, right? We know it's very important to make the right switch. If you say HaKel HaKadosh, says Rebbe Lazar, you still fulfill your obligation, Shemun Esrei. The very Pasuk which describes Hashem being raised up in justice describes Him as HaKel HaKadosh without changing it to HaMelech HaKadosh. And what time is Hashem raised up the Mishpat in, in, in judgment that His judgment becomes super praiseworthy it's describing that exact time period. And it says, It doesn't switch it. So what's the halacha? Right? Good. It happens to be that Pasuk. Where's that Pasuk? Where was that Pasuk from? Yeshaya. That Pasuk is a fantastic raya that you don't switch to Amalek HaKadosh, right? It's a fantastic proof. I know, George is going to tell me if the halacha is checked. He's going to fact check me. Do you it switch? No, it says, it says uh, if you, you can't. Gotta say it right. You got to say it right. Exactly, right? You got to repeat it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, says the Gemara, You say, and you say, you don't change anything. Rabbi Omar, Rabbi says, not like Rabbi Yosef. HaMelech HaKadosh. Of course you change it. You have to get it right during the 10 days of repentance. You have to say HaMelech HaKadosh. HaMelech HaMishpat. And we also change it to HaMelech HaMishpat. Not like the Pasuk in Yeshaya. The Hilchasah and the Gemara says, Hilchasah ke That the Halacha is like Rabbi. In fact, that you must change it. Although you do get two seconds. Ah, so let's see. Say it here, but I know that. So let's just quickly glance at the second Tosfos on the right-hand column. The Hilchos of Kavasei the Rabbah. 
You must seal the bracha of the third bracha with Hamelch Hakadosh, Hamelch Hamishpah, and the bracha of Din as well with Hamelch. The Imloyamar, and if you do not say it, Machzirin Oisa, you have to return to the beginning unless you corrected yourself. Tarkadidibur, correct. The Chain Zachreinu Michamaycha, the other special insurgents during that time. You go back if you didn't say it. The call ham. What's the reason? The call hamashat. See, I think what at least what I'm reading into Tosis is, yeah, the Gemara has a pasuk. The Gemara brings down a pasuk in Yeshaya which supports Hakel Hakadosh. It's a very interesting thing that the pasuk is talking about Hashem at the time of His judgment during the Aseret Mitzvah, and the pasuk in Yeshaya says Hakel Hakadosh doesn't change it to HaMelech HaKadosh. And now you want to say that I'm not going to fulfill my obligations from the Esrei if I describe, if I make the bracha on Hashem's Kedusha and Hashem's kingship the same way Yeshaya said it and it's not going to be good enough? Says Tysus, that's correct. Sometimes you'll have a Pasuk, but you still won't back you and it still won't be enough. To call Anybody who changes from the format that the Rabbanan instituted, if they instituted a specific format for a blessing, for a mitzvah, to do it a certain way, and you change from that way, you have not fulfilled your obligation. So that's, I think, the biggest, uh, that's the reason of uh, Rabbah and the reason of Tysus. You cannot just choose to go like Rabbi Yisif and the Pasuk in Yeshaya. Says the Gemara, the Amr right by the two dots, Yud Beis Amid Beis. The Amr Rabba Bachin Nasaba Meshmei De Rav. Kol Sha'ev Shaloi Levakish Rachamim Al Chaveroi. Somebody has the opportunity to ask Hashem for mercy for their friend. Ve'Einim Mevakish and does not do so. Nikra Chayte. It's called a sinner. Not to daven for somebody when you you know that they need your tefillah. It's called a sinner. Shneimar Gama Noichi. Who's this quoting? Shmuel Anavi, right? And he says, I, was, uh, I sinned by holding back my prayers. So now we have a new, pshat, new understanding, right? Everybody likes to say a lot of drushes when Avram Avinu prayed for the city of Sadaim, right? And he said, are there 50 righteous people in the city? Are there 40 righteous people in the city? Are there 30 righteous people in the city? Is, is the answer is, you, you have to daven? Now, I don't know who was his chaverim that he was daven for. That may, so maybe it doesn't answer out there. Light was anyway going to get saved. Did he know other people in the city? I don't know. Maybe that goes back to the Gemara with Bruria, that you're supposed to daven for Rosham to stop sinning as opposed to their death. But uh, either way, there's an obligation to daven. Especially a friend who you know is suffering. And somebody who doesn't daven is called a chayta. I would have said somebody who doesn't daven is just not a friend. But it's worse than that. It's not just that you're not uh, being a friend. You actually caused, uh, you're, you're caused a sinner. Amar who Rava says, if that person is a Talmud Chacham, the person who needs v'tzarech l'rachamim, and he needs mercy, tzarech sheyich yalav. A person you should be sick over the fact that a scholar, a Tamt Chacham, is suffering. Now, that's a, that's, a pretty, uh, that's a pretty demanding statement, right? A person, has to, a person should feel sick themselves that a Tamt Chacham is suffering. My timer, 
that you'll bring me a proof from the Shmuel, where the Pasuk says, You are all bound to me. So maybe you'll tell me that uh, the, the Pasuk says that we're all bound to a Talmud Chacham. Dilma Melech Shani, that's talking about a Melech. Where's this Pasuk from? In Tehillim. And I have been dressed in, uh, adorned, uh, dressed in sickness. So what's the proof from over there, from that Pasuk? So Davra Melech says that he was sick on Doeg and Achitoifel, Rashi says. That they were Tamid Yechachamim, we see from David Amelach that he was sickened over their suffering. So that's a proof that if you know of a Tamid Chacham who is suffering, a person should be davening and so concerned to an extent where they themselves are feeling uh, like a Rav. So once Rabbi Bachinna Saba got the podium, he continues to teach us think different memories from Rav. Anybody who sins, but they are embarrassed <coughs> over their sins, they get, are forgiven for all their Averis. That sounds like a good deal, right? Now, does it mean that they're embarrassed, that they reg- they're embarrassed with regret, or does it mean that they suffer embarrassment because of the Avainas? That's my question. Does the Gemara mean somebody who's embarrassed, meaning that they realize they sinned and they're embarrassed on their own that they sinned? Or does it mean from the embarrassment, from the busha of the embarrassment, they are given forgiveness? Well, let's see what the source is. Shanema, Laman, Tiskri. So we see Boishes, the embarrassment will uh, silence the, the power of the, of the Satan. So we see from the Pasuk in Yecheskel, that the embarrassment will silence the prosecutor. Uh, so it says the Gemara, that's not a good enough proof for an individual. Why not? Dilma tzibur shani. Perhaps when it's a whole tzibur, that has a, they have a different zechus, they have a different kayach. But a regular person doesn't necessarily get that same uh, forgiveness. I'm just wondering, what is it that brings the forgiveness? Is it the pain of the embarrassment? Or is it the fact that the person realized, suffers embarrassment and realizes that that's connected to their hate, and therefore they're, they're forgiven? In the passage, it says, it sounds like you're going to remember, and you'll be embarrassed. It sounds like... The tshuva, that it's a din and tshuva. Yeah, that's right. But the, <clears throat> right, the only question after that is, is that so... Why is the embarrassment the right? It's not the embarrassment. It's the fact that you're you're regretful. Harata. It's the harata. But like it could be the shame if somebody the is leads to harata. What the the busha leads to real. The harata. busha leads to real harata. 
well, embarrassment is in front of people. It's not like for yourself. So if you're really truly embarrassed and everybody knows about it, you sort of don't choose. Well, maybe embarrassment means in front of God. Somebody who's embarrassed. That, that I think the, yeah, that's that's my question. That it, you, it, what is the nature of embarrassment in Yecheskel? Okay, uh, says the Gemara. That's not a good. That's not a good proof for an individual because that's a tzibur. That's a congregation. What did Shaul answer back to him? I'm in a lot of suffering. Hashem is not with me. He's not answering me. God in any shape or form of communication. And I called out to you to find out what I should do. Why couldn't Shaul want to know if he should fight with the Palishtim this time? And he, why couldn't he ask the Urm Batumim? We already had a Gemara that said that before you go, they went out to war, they would ask the Urm Batumim. Because the Urm Batumim were no longer, the, the, the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol would no longer light up to show him the answer because of the sin that he wiped out the Ir Kohanim. And where do we see that he was forgiven? Shenemar Umachar, let me just see what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk is Vaiter and Shmuel. Umachar Atuvanecha Imi. Umachar Atuvanecha Imi. You shall be with me. So we see that he was, uh, he was no longer. In my inner circle. So that means that he was given forgiven. Where do you see in that Pasuk that he was uh, embarrassed? I don't know where you see that Shaul was embarrassed. Um, what? It's just from, it doesn't say, it's just from the fact that the Urim Batumim, he, uh, that he didn't, he omitted the fact that he would go to the Urim Batumim. Why did Shaul Amalek omit in his words to Shmuel, that I can't get an answer from the Urim Batumim. Why didn't he mention that to Shmuel? He mentioned all the other ways that Hashem communicated with him. Must be that was because he was embarrassed to go to Urim Batumim because he knew he had an Avera. And we see in the end that Hashem forgave him for it. So if somebody is embarrassed on their own over their sins, Hashem redeems them. He, he did go to the Urim Batumim. He was embarrassed to tell Shmuel. Oh, he was embarrassed to tell Shmuel because it wouldn't... Because then Shmuel would know that... Uh, this was this was basically Mida connected Mida because you ordered the mask. Rashi says it. He didn't want Shmuel to tell him that this is your own fault, that Yashem is not communicating with you. So then maybe it is personal. That's what I'm thinking. Right. That's what I'm thinking. That we don't see that. No, uh, except that, they, I mean, I guess embarrassment is hard to know. He's embarrassed in front of, he would have been embarrassed in, in front of Shmuel. So is that called the embarrassed on his own or is that called because another person, Shmuel would have told him, uh, you, you made your bed. Okay, says the Gemara, Rabban Nami, a different source entirely, uh, from a different Pasuk, Me'acha, Ve'haykanum la'ashem, Be'gib ha'shol, Be'chir ha'shem, Yatsus ha'basko amru Be'chir ha'shem, We know that he was considered, uh, he was considered um, to be, again, at peace with Hashem. 
Amr Bavo Ben Zutrasi, Amr Behuda Bazvida, Bikshulak Voya Parshas Balak Bikrishma. Speaking about things, we said already why we're not going to institute the Aserus Adibras, but what about the Parsha of Balak, where Balak tried to get Bilam to curse us? They, they want, so who wanted the, the Chacham of the, that time of Rabbi Vo wanted to institute that as well into Shema. Why didn't they? We're not looking for, to make davening longer. We're looking to make davening as it is. Right? <laughs> My time. Why would I want to include the Pasha of Balak into Shema? It includes the parsha of Exodus. There's other portions in the Torah, the portion of against uh, charging interest and having fair weights. That uh, that it also says Yitzias Mitzrayim. Now, what's the Gemara? Why is that a better? Meaning, the Gemara asked a question: include the parsha of Balak. And at this point, we think the reason why we want to include it is because it mentions Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, mentions the Exodus. The Gemara gives you two more examples of things which we don't mention, even though they include the Exodus. But it doesn't answer the question, because Enochanami, the question just gets longer. So why don't you mention those, uh, one of those also? In fact, those are things a person says Shema in the morning, and they remind themselves of Hilchitz Rivas. They remind themselves of having fair weights. Those are things which are very helpful in the marketplace. So I don't, uh, that's my kasha. Because the Pasuk says, uh, the Pasuk by Balak says, it, it, it talks about the, uh, the concept of going, getting up and going, lying down. Why don't you tell me, just that pasuk, and it won't be such a big tircha of the tzibura. Says the Gemara, Gemiri call parsha the pasuk Moshe Rabbeinu paskina and the loy pasuk Moshe Rabbeinu loy paskina. We only say those that Moshe Rabbeinu instituted for Shema. Parsha tzitzis mipnei makavua. So how did we end up with vayaymer with the parsha of tzitzis? Amri the barachabibah mipnei sheyesh b'chamishid varim. There's five different themes in vayomer. Mitzvah Tzitzis, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Exodus, all mitzvahs, the, the obligations of following the Torah, Vidas Minin, Hira Avera, Vihira Avaydazara. And those, the, uh, to exclude the Das of the uh, Minim, of the heretics, Hira Avera and Hira Avaydazara. Uh, be careful about your thoughts, Avaydazara. Bishla Mahani Klas Mefarshin Mefarshin. We know where it says, O Mitzvistik Sevri Semoy Sevri, you shall see, Uzkartem is Kom Sevri Sashem. You shall remember all the Mitzvists. Tzitzistik Sev, Asulam Tzitzist. Obviously, we know that it talks about Tzitzist. You see, it's in Shrayim Tzitzist. Asher Tzaisi. Those are three open, the three. Things that you said that are included in in Vayomer are very openly stated. Eladas min Where are the allusions to those three? Detanya achrei levavchem, where it says, "Don't go after, don't pursue what's in your hearts." Zuminos means uh, what's in your heart. Uh, the Yitzhahara to believe in in uh, to rebel. So we see in your hearts is where we are worried about uh, seeking other paths. 
to watch what you see. Don't uh, pursue things which are would be uh, immoral, would be an Avera. They chased after, that's an expression of seeking uh, idols. Says the Mishnah, Famous, famous Mishnah, I was like I was 70 years old. I looked like I was 70. And I never really had the full mitzvah of saying Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at night. Until I heard the words of Ben Zayim. You shall remember the Exodus. Call you mechayecha all of your days. You mechayecha. What does all of your days mean? Hayamim. Call you mechayecha all of the days. Haleilos includes the nights. The chacham ma'amrim. No, you mechayecha the days of of your life referred to this world. Call you mechayecha lahavi limoisa mashiach. It's not referring to the next world, but it's referring to the post messianic era. Says the Gemara. Tanya amalem ben zayim lachachamim. So Ben Zoyma said to the Chacham, Are we going to still be talking about the miracle of the exodus of Mitzrayim once the great events of Mashiach happened? We're going to be so drunk with the celebration of the new, uh, of when Mashiach comes, of the new exodus, that we're no longer going to be talking about the miracles of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So how could you tell me, Kol Yimei Chayecha refers to the days after Mashiach comes. That Pasuk doesn't mean we're not going to anymore celebrate at all the redemption from Egypt. Just because you had a bigger redemption later on doesn't mean that you rip out the existence of the earlier redemption. Rather, the main source of joy, of, of rescue that Hashem did for us will be the Yitzhiah, that from this Golas, and the Tafalai, the secondary celebration will be the Yitzhiah Mitzrayim, Kiyotzebai, like we've seen in other places. When Yaakov Avinu had a name change, we rather we switch it that Yisrael is the main name and Yaakov is the Tafel. And if you know, there's many people named after, right? Uh, the Stipler was Yisrael Yaakov. Right? Yisrael Yaakov. You have a lot of Yisrael Yaakovs running around the world. But is it Yaakov Yisrael or Yisrael Yankov? I think people are called Yaakov Yisrael usually, right? Yaakov Yisrael. But we see that both names are still given to Yaakov Avinu, but Yisrael is the Iker and Yaakov is the Tafel.